Hey everybody, welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimzeski and Adam Atkinson, episode three in our series on diet methodology. We're going to flip totally into the other direction and go into the low-fat diets. And I have to admit, Adam, just looking at the physiology of metabolic science, how our bodies liberate lipids into the bloodstream to use as energy, the lower you push fat, if you have enough fat on your frame, your body composition has the body fat to lose, you can get a lot of momentum by moving your fat intake low enough and then allowing your body to then need more more fat as that alternative energy substrate, specifically because once minimum protein requirements are met, we know carbohydrates have a higher thermic effect. They, they're more anabolic, they're more metabolic, certainly fat intake outside of a few small functions that it provides when we don't have enough fat on our bodies, the carbs just do a better job. So outside of preference, I, I really do try to get clients initially, you know, pushing fat intake down low enough, not super, super crazy low, but low enough that we can, we can use carbohydrates as a better medium for driving workout and performance and even recovery. Yeah, I'd even say I'd beg to give a few more protein grams and fat grams if I can, uh, depending on the metabolism of the person. I think that right now our industry is very hormone focused and you know, I've obviously done a lot of research and developed my craft with that, but people seem to think that you can prep without any hormonal suppression. That's not the case at all. It's having a coach who can pull you out of that hormonal suppression. And then another thing I see people saying are, well, if I have high fats, I won't suppress my hormones. Well, that's that's not how it works. It's not part of how the HPTA works. And, you know, you're not going to be able to avoid the stress of a contest prep to, you know, get low enough body fat levels. So, you know, fat is one of the most, I guess, sensitive macronutrients to a lot of people. If they're, they'll immediately say my fats are too low. Uh, it's going to mess with my hormones. But when you're losing body fat, you're making now triglycerides for your body to utilize. So it's, um, I don't know why people think these things, but um, it, it seems to be a narrative that other coaches push. And I see it a lot when I get people from other clients, why are you eating 100, you know, 80 grams of carbs, and then you have 80 grams of fat, I would rather shift that a little bit more. Well, you you nailed it. I mean, it's truly the misinformation that people hear regarding hormones. And what a lot of people don't realize is that you get your fat intake below 20, close to 15% intake of calories, and, and you will start suppressing testosterone a little bit if your body fat is already low from a body composition perspective. But when fat intake goes above 30, 35, 40%, you also start suppressing testosterone. So there is kind of a sweet spot. And when it comes to thinking that that's the end all be all of diet is, you know, hormones, 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 it, it's all about body composition and it's all about total calorie intake. So it, it, it's just not true. You know, that's, that's the, the fact of, of fat intake. As a matter of fact, when you do look at, let's say metabolic suppression, as an example, 
one major study that I love to cite shows that as soon as people start to diet in a calorie deficit, very moderate deficit, their their metabolic rates drop about 6%. They stay there for months and months and months and months. And as soon as you come back up within 10 days, it has rebounded back up to normal. So there is just a normal metabolic adaptation that's very safe and normal. And no matter what you consume, that's just going to happen. <clears throat> so, so picking the macronutrients based on what you do more for anabolism, which again, protein first, then carbs, fat, a very, very distant third, and metabolic support, protein first, carb second, fat, almost non-existent. So it's, again, you know, preference maybe, but, but truly trying to keep fat intake a little bit lower so that you can use more carbohydrate is always going to help your goals if your goals are to get lean and hold on to muscle. Yeah, absolutely. You can always up those fats at the end of the prep just a little bit too, which seems to work out for a lot of different reasons too. Digestion usually slows a little bit for people. So there's, you know, a lot of reasons where a little bit of a taper up at the end can be utilized. Mm -hmm. You got it. Exactly right. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching Contest Prep University. We'll see you next time. We're going to turn our attention toward vegetarianism. Some of those things which do end up kind of touching these other methodologies in terms of being, quote, natural, whole food oriented and so forth. So we will see you next time.